The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 18th of December. In your Squiz today, Sydney's Northern Beaches residents are asked to stay at home. Cyclone Yasa hits Fiji. The Australian Open's new dates. And how to contact Trace. This is your Squiz today. Things COVID-speaking really escalated in New South Wales last night, Claire. There are now 17 cases of COVID-19 in Sydney. Most of those are on Sydney's northern beaches. The government has asked residents who live on the northern beaches to stay at home for at least three days. It's not an order at this stage, but it is a very strong request, a heartbreaker in the lead up to Christmas. It really is. It'll throw plenty of people's pre-Christmas plans into chaos today and over the weekend. It's going to affect about 250,000 residents along that 30-kilometre corridor on that northern beaches side of Sydney. And I guess what everyone's been waiting for is what the states will do. Some state borders have started to shut. Yes, that's right. Overnight, there was a meeting of those chief health officers and what they've decided is that from a Western Australian perspective, they've closed the border to New South Wales residents. And if you're thinking about heading to Queensland, the Northern Territory or Tasmania, it's going to force travellers from the Northern Beaches areas into a mandatory 14-day quarantine situation. That's all as of now. I guess the question on everyone's lips is, what do we know about where this outbreak originated? Look, not a lot at the moment. And what New South Wales officials said yesterday is that they'll do all that testing and that genomic sequencing to try and get to the bottom of the origin of it. What they said they're working on is a theory that potentially the Avalon RSL could be a bit of a hotspot. Yeah, the New South Wales Health Department has released a list of venues, which if you visited recently mean you should get tested. Finally, on COVID-19, a bit of news from overseas. Overnight, it was confirmed that President Emmanuel Macron, the President of France, has COVID-19. He's recently been part of a number of big meetings with other European leaders, so a number of them are now self-isolating. Over to Fiji now, Claire, and there's been much warning about Cyclone Yasa, which hit the nation last night. We still don't know a lot about the impact, but we do know the country is under curfew until this morning in order to keep people off the streets unless they're evacuating. Yeah, that Category 5 cyclone has hit. Reports this morning say that it started to pull away from the islands and there'll be a sense of the damage this morning, hopefully, if communications haven't been cut. And what it has unleashed is wind speeds of up to 240 kilometres per hour, gusts of 345 kilometres per hour. That makes it one of the biggest storms to hit that region in recorded history. Yeah, the Red Cross and other aid agencies are geared up for a major disaster relief effort over there. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg and Finance Minister Simon Birmingham yesterday delivered the mid-year numbers update, MAIFO it's called. The deficit is on track to hit $197-odd billion this financial year. It sounds like a lot, but it's better than what was forecast. It's quite a bit better. When you look over the four years of the budget, uh, our position is $23.9 billion better than was expected when the numbers were released in the budget. Uh, And certainly 
certainly this financial year, that deficit is on track to hit $197.7 billion. Uh, it was forecast to be $213.7 billion. What Josh Frydenberg said yesterday is that Australians are back spending, back working and back moving freely across the nation. Of course, that's not the case now, but uh, certainly that's where things were headed. And the big difference was Victoria coming back online. Yeah, unemployment's down to 6.8%. A lot of that caused by people in Victoria coming back to work. It was the 21st of December 1988 when the Lockerbie bombing happened, Claire. A hard one to ever forget, a Pan Am flight exploded over Lockerbie in Scotland, killing all passengers and crew on board as well as 11 people on the ground. The bombing, which was the worst terrorist attack in British history, was ultimately taken responsibility for by the leader of Libya at the time, Colonel Gaddafi. The attack was really a strike against America and now, Claire, there are plans to prosecute an additional person. That's right. And the reopening of that case really would honour officials' promise to pursue those responsible for the attack. What happened was that two men were charged and were put on trial. One was found guilty and given a life sentence. He, though, was released by authorities in 2009 when he had prostate cancer. He has since died. Uh, But yeah, opening the prosecution again certainly puts it back top of mind and the 30 second anniversary of that tragedy is on Monday. There's been much talk about the Australian Open, whether it will happen in 2021, when it will happen. Now a schedule has been released by the ATP Tour, so the men's tour. It says on there that it will go ahead from February the 8th till the 21st. Yeah, and even though the men's schedule has released it and there's no word from the Women's Association, what we know is that Those events can only go ahead when there's agreement for both of those tournaments to be played under the one banner. So, yeah, here we go for February, three weeks later uh, than it normally would be, but we still get our dose of tennis. There's also going to be all of those warm-up events. For the first time, though, in Australian Open history, uh, the qualifying matches will be played in another country. They're going to be played in Doha uh, in the middle of January. Uh, Who's going to come? No doubt we'll hear a bit more in the coming days. Roger Federer has said that he's a bit iffy. He's had a couple of knee surgeries in the last year. Uh, But look, really, hopefully, Ash Barty, keep our eye on her. Hopefully she gets a big home court advantage with being in Australia here training uh, with other players being quite COVID affected with their plans. Yeah, we don't know who's going to make it to the Australian Open just yet. Plenty to come on that. Something lighter to finish off, Claire. A sketch is doing the rounds called What's the Secret Behind New South Wales' COVID Contact Tracing? And it's pretty clever. (laughs) <laughs> it's a very funny one. The couple of girls who are very uh, hip to modern technology and tracking down people uh, are at the centre of that. And look, let's hope New South Wales have them on board right now. Absolutely. It's a bit of commentary about the difference between generations. A link to that is in your episode notes. Hopefully it puts a smile on some people's faces. Probably going to need that today. And we spoke earlier in the week about how lobsters are a bargain at the moment. It all comes back to the China trade war, but that's not why I'm talking about it. Rather, there's a recipe for hot buttered lobster rolls in the Squeeze Today email, and I can't stop thinking about them. (laughs) They're really thought worthy. Uh, They're the stuff of dreams. And yeah, you can't really go much wrong with a fresh white bun 
hot butter and lobster. Like what a combination. Chives on Mm. top. Amazing. It's a great recipe, that one. I'll pop a link to that in your episode notes. And hey there, Spotify listeners, we're back to give you a message again, the final time. Today is our last day on Spotify's Your Daily Drive playlist. Don't forget to search for us in the app and hit follow so we're there for you on Monday. And there's so many other ways to get to us too. You can get us out of the email, you can come to our website, but we're on every other platform, uh, including Apple. Yeah, Apple Podcasts, of course, and any other podcast app. Finally, before we go, Claire, you and I and Bryce and Larissa have jumped into a studio. We've recorded a great big squeeze quiz for 2020. We did it last year and this year it's really designed to be a shared experience. It's designed to whack on on a long car drive, around the pool, you know, sitting around after Christmas lunch, whatever you like, and really test your knowledge on the year that was 2020. It's a bit fun. It's a bit festive. It's available on our website. It's available and it will play straight after this podcast. Uh, you can just search for the Great Big Squiz Quiz in any podcast app and it will be there. That's all from us today. We'll be back on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.